Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Rule. I'm joined, as always, by Jamzy and Crow. If you guys like to say hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and... It's me, Markiplier. No. No. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. One day when we get on stage, I'm gonna do my Markiplier face. No, please, no, your Markiplier face. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be standing on the stage in front of you, DMing, only doing the Markiplier face. No. Um. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you just look across from the table, me in a hood, looking exactly like Markiplier. Um, no, that'd be wait, terrifying. King of FNAF. King of FNAF. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a Five Nights at Freddy's one shot. No. What? What is this thing? Freddy Fazbear? Ew! Yucky. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Freddy Fazbear so nasty. <laughs> he smells like shit. Um, what did they put in these things? <laughs> probably Children. kids. <laughs> um, I would have done that to the mayor. Oh, yes, no. he deserved all right, we're in the intro, and we're already losing it. Guys? Um, <laughs> Please <either> help way. us. <laughs> Last time on Cerulean Rock, we saw the end of Jules' conversation with Annette, as they made a promise to never ever separate again. Eldorus and Mako were quick to check in on them, and after a brief conversation, they decided to get productive while the sun was still setting over the horizon. While they were walking into town, they bumped into Regbalk and informed him that he could help by healing the forest, but to take it easy. And they began to walk into the town after that, to talk to the locals, starting off with the blacksmith. And after informing her of her choices, she opted to help pretty quickly and asked the party if they have a deadline to help. And as they began their walk to the mare shell, Eldorus and Jewel sat outside, waiting for Nanette and Mako to finish talking to them. The mayor gave them two really shitty pens and told them to <laughs> take as long as they need before seeing them. And after that, they went to the inn and checked how many rooms were available. But to their dismay, they only had a measly four rooms to work with. Eldorus decided to check on how many shells they had to deal with. And as the party moved to the blacksmith, they were quickly interrupted by a loud slam and a shocking amount of turtle shells to deal with. A staggering 28. And as the party decided to inform the locals but had a deal with uh, the deal going down with Regvolk, Eldorus took it into his own hands to cause a scene and a riot. A chase scene through the city took place having our heroes dash to the highest point of this coastal town and evading swings from the enraged villagers. As they scrambled into hiding spots, Mako took charge and sought to calm down the villagers. And one outstanding villager named Lelward threatened his fellow villagers into helping remove the shells. And after the commotion stopped, Eldorus was smacked upside the head by Kishi. Because, directly quoted from him, he didn't get to kill anyone. 
After the Crazy riot came to an end, the party decided to go to sleep on the ship. But before that, they began to look for Regval, who was nowhere to be found. As they traversed the island looking for Regvalk and Shaddock, they were met by an astonishingly large and vibrant forest sprouting out of the sands. Deeper inside this forest, Eldorus and Nanette were assaulted by a crab. Mako found Regvalk unconscious on the floor from exhaustion. Regvalk retreated into the aqueduct for the night, while the party continued to the ship with a large crab for gown. And as they boarded the ship, they were assaulted by Gao, who leapt through the fog that settled on the ship. And that's where we are picking up today. As the moon gleams overhead, and Eldorus is being trampled by Gao, eating a crab claw violently. Wow, he was very hungry. Gal, yeah. you know you can literally go into the water and get food yourself. <laughs> you see his He's Gal a nice little guy, slap. isn't he? Gal begins to slap Eldorus in the face while eating the crab leg. You are just a little thing, aren't you? And Eldorus picks up Gao in one arm and the crab claw in another, like holding it like he, like he's feeding Gao. <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose everyone could use a rest, right? Or food oh, in your yeah. stomachs first. Oh, Got a yeah. lot of work to do it's tomorrow. Long day. All right. Well, I'll meet you guys in the cabin. You go ahead. Oh, all right. And as you guys begin to walk into the cabin, uh, you guys get settled in the hammocks and promptly fall asleep. And after a long night filled with rest, you awake the next morning. Sun beaming through one of the portholes in this uh, cabin room. No checks this time. No checks this time. No nightmares. Thank God. <laughs> and uh, as you guys are waking up, what are you doing? Um. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> So everyone, everyone's just awake right now? Uh, as you look around, Annette, you see that it's you, Jewel, and Mako in the room. Jewel is still sleeping. She's uh, sharing the hammock with you. Oh. Baby. And, and Eldorus no is nowhere to see. Yeah. No. Oh. Well, I'm going to hope and assume that he's just outside, probably, doing his thing, or whatever. I mean, probably so. Um, uh, are you going to get out and check? Yeah. I'm probably going to try not to wake up Jewel again, but... 
I don't know. She needs her sleep. She's baby. She's baby. Um, baby. Give me, give me a dexterity check to see if you can slip out of bed without waking Jewel. Okay. Um, I think I oh, did it. Yeah, you, you definitely, <laughs> without making that's a just peep, funny. Without making a peep, you slip out of this hammock, leaving Jewel rocking steadily asleep. All right. I'm just going to step outside then. As you creak open the door to the uh, cabin, you see Noel Doris anywhere on the deck. But a smell hits your nose. What is that? It smells of garnished crustacean. A very well-seasoned crab. Ooh. Hey, hey, Mako. Huh? That smells really good, doesn't it? Oh. Ooh, all right. That does sound good. I think we might have some good food today. Definitely. I mean, that smells delicious. Hmm. Maybe I should it's wake good. up after all. Yeah, of uh, course. I mean, she has to eat, right? Uh, yeah. Let me go wake her up then. All right. And, uh, Nanette, as you go to wake up Jewel, you see that she is just snoozing soundly. Uh, she, her leg is, like, twitching as if she's running in her sleep. Oh. And... Uh, I'm just gonna lightly shake her awake. As you shake her awake, she goes, ah. Oh, good morning, Miss Nanette. Good morning, Jewel. I just wanted to wake you up, because, uh... I think we have some good food cooking right now. Thought you might want to have breakfast. You see as she begins to sniff the air, kind of like a dog, her nose is pointing <laughs> upwards. Um, oh, oh, that does smell good. Well, let's go. All right. And uh, Jewel quickly hops out of the hammock under the floor and begins to skitter towards the door past Yumako. Um, oh, she's a quick one. And... As you guys go to investigate the scent, you see the latch door begin to open up. And out walks from a steaming room, uh, Eldoris. Oh, good morning, Eldoris. Good morning. Oh, oh, good morning, everyone. I decided to make you all some food since we have a long day's work ahead of us. I mean, it definitely smells delicious. I just basically threw a bunch of seasoning on there and let it sit for the night, and then cooked it up now. Oh. <laughs> that sounds bountiful. And as you look at Eldoris, you see that he is wearing a pink apron with Kiss oh, the Cook on it. my god. That is an interesting <laughs> form of an apron. 
You know, it's all they had down at the blacksmiths and the clothers. I bought a few frying pans and the apron. Frying pan! Oh, sorry. You, what? <laughs> you really like frying pans, huh? I mean, they're, they're good utensils for cooking, so... You get another nudge inside of your head as you exclaim, um, <laughs> frying pan. I'm kidding. I don't well, want uh, to hear it from you. Nerd. <laughs> uh, and Eldorus gestures you guys to follow him down under. The food's right. really hot, so be careful when you're eating. I already set up the table. Well, uh, thank you, Eldorus. This is really nice. It's no big deal. I figured I'd try something new. Uh... I'm not too used to cooking, so don't blame me if it hurts to eat. I may have left some <laughs> scars and crab so. And as you guys walk down into this uh, lower deck, you see the table is set. There are plates for each of you. Uh, one for you, Nanette, one for you, Mako, and one for Jewel. And there is this, like, crab curry with uh, little specks of white um, like slivers of meat soaking up the broth Ooh. and white rice across it. Oh my god, this oh is my... stunning. Wow, wow like, you are an excellent cook. Again, if you find any shards of things, spit it out. But um, I hope what? you all like it. I, I kind of didn't know how to take the crab shell off without, you know, leaving oh, shards in it. Yeah. So. Well, you you tried. Yeah. You you tried well. I also bought a bunch of seasoning since that wouldn't go bad because of the poison. Oh yeah, that's fair. But uh, no fruit, so we're gonna have to eventually stop and get some place with limes and lemons. Oh my god, of course. I don't want you guys to get the crazy eye. The scurvy. Crazy eye. Me, personally, I have never experienced that, and I don't want to find out. Neither have I, but I don't really need it. I just jump in the ocean, and then I'm fine. Huh. How does that work? Fish things. Strange. Well, come sit, sit. Oh, yeah, alright. And as you all sit around this table with a freshly cooked and warm meal in front of you, uh, as you dig in, it's, it's pretty tasty, but you could tell he was just throwing seasoning in without really paying attention. Oh. <laughs> so, it's it's a lot of like chunks of flavor and different bites. There's a um, lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot going on. It's a meal <laughs> to keep you on your toes for sure. Um, there's something one, new every bite. Yeah, in in one bite you are getting the scald of chili peppers, and in another bite you are getting a sweet and tangy piece of crab in your mouth. I don't know. I think that's pretty awesome. 
And you see as Jewel picks up uh, spoonfuls and shovels them in her mouth and gives a very visible face anytime <laughs> she chews. In a good or a bad way? Like, when it's spicy, you see as she, like, opens her mouth and starts going, <laughs> and then oh, no. when, it, when it's, like, tangy, she just, like, looks happy. And then when Aww. it's, like, bitter, she sticks out her tongue and shakes her head. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> She's so cute. And uh, Eldorus leans back in his chair as he watches you all eat the meal. Well, this, um, this is a, a meal that's very like you, Eldorus. There's something new to expect every time. Well, I'm glad you think so. There's something new going wrong in my head every day, so I'm glad it reflects in the dish. <laughs> and that just gives him, like, as mid-bite, she gives him, like, a weird, like, concerned side-eye. Well, you know, I mean... <laughs> I was thinking it over last night, and uh, I feel really bad for causing that riot. I mean, it was a riot mm -hmm. in the fun way, but it was also... Uh, in the fun way. It, yes, uh -huh. it's, you know, like running with the bulls. Being chased with the threat of being but trampled. I don't want that. Well, maybe someday you'll enjoy it. Because it maybe. will happen what did what? you say? I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. You regret it, and yet it may happen again. I regret a lot of things, but I feel like they're just going to keep happening. Well, uh... Maybe... If we ever need to get a message out to people, maybe we'll have someone else handle that. Oh, yes, I could pick you up, and then you could scream at people. Uh, um, sure, I guess. At the very least, I won't talk about taking everything they know and love from them. It worked, though. It really did work. It did. It did unfortunately work, but it could have gone wrong very easily. Yeah, I second that. I, I tripped and fell. Well, next time I'll pick you up and fly, because... While we were running, I forgot I could fly. Even though that's how you spread the message in the first place? You know, a lot of things slip when you're a ghost. Uh-huh. It's like memories are fuzzy. Or there is just something really wrong. Oh. Well... <laughs> Uh, speaking of things going wrong, um, I wanted to ask about some of the things you were telling us about yesterday. Like, you know, the whole cannonball to the chest thing, things like that. Uh, okay. Why, which ones do you specifically want to hear about? Which one? Yes, like, do you want me to start with the cannonball thing? Well, sure, I suppose. Well, um, 
you see he makes a peculiar face you haven't seen him make before. As he, like, clenches his teeth and raises his eyebrows a little bit. Can I, can I roll an inside check on the facial expression? Um, yes, you can. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god? What was that? Well, I'm discerning nothing from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you started on the extremes today. A 22 <laughs> and a 1. <laughs> a natural 20 and then a natural 1. That's awesome. hilarious. Um, That's insane. You cannot gleam anything from this facial expression other than he just made a face. And it was a weird wow. one, but it was a face. <laughs> kind of funny looking. A kind of funny looking face. Well, you see, when I was a younger man, they, we were sailing the sea one day, and a cannonball rolled out onto the deck, and one of my old friends, uh, they decided it would be funny if they shot me in the stomach. And I said, you know what, that would be funny. And so I stood there and took it like a champ. That's... that's what happened? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like that's not true? I mean, you can believe it's not true, but it is true. I'm a very truthful uh, person. Uh, 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 I'm not uh, sure if I believe that. I mean, you were all you were you were all one on your inside check. He is still. In oh, I guess so. Uh, no, no, that was just for the face. You you could understand that. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Well, uh, what else did you want to know about? Uh. Well, um. What else was there? There's a lot of interesting things you've just randomly brought up, like you and your friends stabbing each other or something. I'm not exactly sure if I remember correctly. You see he his eyes open wide as his eyebrows narrow a little bit, he clenches his teeth again. Let's <laughs> 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 go roll an insight. <laughs> <laughs> Something bad. This is gonna be really funny. <laughs> yes, roll, roll. Oh my god! Um. Oh my fucking god! Oh. You guys are... Okay, that was natural. All right. Um, Mako, as you look into Eldorus's eyes, what he's about to say is a straight-up and unadulterated, unfiltered lie. Doris. Adorus, you, you you make really funny faces when you lie. What? <laughs> lie? You... Why would I? Why would I lie? I'm looking at you straight in the face, Adorus. You are lying to us. I, I've never lied ever, never. That's a lie to us, Adorus. <sighs> See? Why you, is... you, you change your tone and voice? You. You changed your, uh, facial expressions? You see his lower jaw extrudes a little bit as he, like, bites his top lip and he... <laughs> Yeah, see? You're just proving my point. 
That is oh. a really funny face. <laughs> see, I, got I know a lie when I see one. My brother lied to me before about silly things, but it's it's still a lie. Well, I'm lying about silly things. Don't grill me on it. You're lying. About silly things. Don't tell me the cobblers were a lie, too. Oh, no, no, God, no. That was true. Ah. Back in All my right. day. I would dress a little think... fancier than this, but um, cobblers were my most dreaded part. Specifically, the cobblers. No one else. Yes. Not yes. The suitors—they managed to keep their mouths shut. I mean, I was a little bit more intimidating towards them, but uh, the cobblers, no matter how much I threatened them, they just kept smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Customer service, my ass. <laughs> well, oh. okay. To tell you both the truth, those scars are not from a game. And the cannonball thing was true, but not in the way I told you. Yeah, I can tell. The cannonball I... thing was true? Well, yes, it was true. I did get hit by cannonballs. Many of them. Uh-huh. But, um, they were certainly not from Brent. And you see as Eldorus uh, stands up and goes, Well, how about we go have a fun time around town as we begin to repair... Build homes and get rid of the chill. Well, um, all right. Okay, good. What? You see, as Eldorus kind of like rubs his forehead a little bit, and he walks up the stairs and up to the top deck. Hmm. <sighs> Maybe it was a sensitive topic. Probably so. He is definitely hiding something, that's for sure. Uh, we well, barely know him. It's probably not the best to pry into it. So yeah. Sure. Again, bridges to cross. I I'm sure whenever he feels comfortable, he'll tell us more about what happened. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably get going. Yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll clean up down here and I'll meet you guys out there. Mm, okay. You sure you don't need any help? You see she looks at the cupboard. Uh, you know, I don't think I can reach the sink. <laughs> Alright, I'll help you out. Um, you and Jewel, uh, both quickly lift the plates and bring them over to the sink. You see she tries to get it through, but she likes is scared of breaking it. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. And she's like tippy-toeing, lifting it in. Oh. Oh. And after you guys clean up, just leaving the dishes there for later, uh, you both begin to walk upstairs. And... You reach Eldorus, uh, throwing 
the canoe or the rowboat back into the water. You guys ready to go down now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we're good. All right. So, what's on today's agenda? Mm. Oh, Joe, I need to get you some clothes. Um, yeah, I would greatly appreciate clothes, please. Yeah. I think it's a, a good time to visit uh, the, that guy again, too. Uh, yeah, it would definitely be a good time. You, one by one, climb down into the rowboat. You guys begin to push against the waves and towards the shore. After a good amount of rowing, a good arm workout, you pull up against the sand, pushing up into it. And you are back on the island. By the way, did you guys ever find out the name of this place? Uh, oh, yeah, we, uh, we got some pens. Oh, the pen has them? Uh, yeah, what was it? Uh, and then as, I, Nanette reads the name on the... As you pull out the pen, in shitty and bleeding text, you see Golas Village. Golas Village. Well, I hope their motto isn't anything cheesy, like Land of the Turtles. Land of the Turtles would be so awful. That would be quite morbid, considering. I would definitely have to punch the mayor for that one. As if you haven't already wanted to punch him for many things. Oh god, so many things. He is so punchable. <laughs> that rat. <laughs> Well, I can't say I completely disagree with you. Well, huh. I, I think I'm gonna go check on Rickford. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. Uh, if you guys want to come with me, that's fine. But uh, if you also do want to take Jewel over to the clothing store, that's a fair one too. See. Um, I'd be uh, fine checking out the clothing store, um, or coming to see Ragball. Maybe we should see Ragball first. I think that's a better yeah, plan. All right. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll just take you afterwards. And. Uh, Eldorus begins to lead the way. You said he was at the aqueduct, right? Yeah. Alright, cool. We'll go see him there. And <laughs> you guys begin a, a walk around the beach. The long way around the turtle shell. Uh, not through the village. And after meeting that same forest, you walk through the grass and the blooming, vibrant, jungle-like atmosphere now. And you kind of stick along the edge of the huge turtle shell. And 
After a fair walk, you are met with the aqueduct entrance. You see the uh, bush that was dried out in front of it before is now blooming, filled with various rose colors. This You see red and black roses are strewn across this bush. Wow. This place looks so much more lively. Absolutely. I don't know if this is the just Regvolk's doing or if it was always like this. And if it was, I really gotta ask, why the fuck do they live in turtles and not actual homes? <sighs> no idea. Don't know either. Oh, right. Um, Jewel, I forgot. Uh, I forgot to give you back your club. Oh, um, thank you, Nanette. And yeah. she takes the club from you and uh, brandishes it. You see, as she, uh, like, goes to put it behind her uh, back in this little carrying case that she had for it, it begins to, like, fall out of her hands and, like, bonks against the floor and she goes to scramble and pick it back up. Whoa. It's heavy for you. Um, it's not the best thing ever. I'm not quite used to it. I mean, if you want my crossbow, I can give it to you, but it's, uh, back at the ship. Oh, um, yeah, that would be great. I'd yeah, have to try to use it. Oh, I, I'd gladly help you. It's fine with me. Oh, um, yeah, that'd be awesome. You can train on the beach later. Fine with me? And as you all are standing in front of the entrance, you see Eldorus begins to push past the roses. Regvolk! Regvolk, you here? And you don't hear any response, and Eldorus' voice echoes around this aqueduct. Oh. You don't think he left, do you? I mean, I don't think so. Maybe we should just go and see. He could be asleep. Ah, uh, that's true. As you guys begin to walk into these dark catacombs, the torches are still lit and flickering. You walk past the large maw of the uh, mother turtle and past several of the smaller ones. And you see Regvolk slumped up against a wall. And you also see that these sands are spiraling around. These golden specks of sand are forming this almost tornado around. Uh, Whoa, what? What is happening? And within it, you see several turtle dragons swimming in the grains. Huh. Is, Is he doing that? As you look at him, he is sleeping. Uh, huh. You see as these sands begin to pick up in intensity... 
and they begin to spread out closer to you. And you see the turtles look at all of you and nod. Then the sand trickles down into the floor, disappear. Whoa. Uh, huh. That was odd. Very, Certainly aside. kind of cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe that was Regvok's parents. <sighs> that is so sad, but also so beautiful. Truly. They looked like they nodded and told me, yes, we can take him off this island. At least that's the way I'm taking. You really might be overslipping it a little, but, you know. Well, they could be saying, good job for uh, saving our boy. But uh, I'm going to take it as, take him, take him, take him. Uh-huh. You sure you're not too shy to ask him still? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I've never asked a single person to join my crew. Ever. Yeah, you just kidnapped them. Yes, I did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> I don't want it to be a friend of that. Well, it's not my it fault. That's like just what happened. And as you guys are getting a little louder, um, Regvolk stirs. Oh. And he goes. Oh. Good morning. Uh, good good morning. Yeah. Sorry if I yes. disturbed you at all. Yeah. It is no problem. The both of you. You see he begins to brace against the wall, picking himself up, his legs shaking as he does. Whoa, be careful there. I will be fine. Did you all rest well? Oh, uh, yeah, we did. That is good to hear. That means, I presume, today we'll start getting rid of the shells. Yeah, that, that is the plan. How may I assist you all today? Uh, well, I don't really want to ask too much of you. Yeah, after he kind of did so much healing on the on the yeah, nature. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, you should take a big rest. It's deserved, and we'll handle the rest. We have yeah. a bunch of the villagers who want to help us. That is very good to hear. I will rest here then, for the time being. Good, good. Do come to talk every now and then. It's quite lonely. 
down here. All right, then. We will talk later. And you see as he slumps back onto the floor. And almost immediately, his eyes fade and he just collapses, sleeping. Oh. Oh, boy. He really, really needed some rest. You sure I we don't have, like, a... Like a pillow or something? Like a, a blanket? Well, I do have this um, tent in my pack right here. Guess I, I can think you could rip it use it. And you see as Eldorus uh, rummages through this like satchel that he has and he pulls out a big lump of cloth and he begins to drape it over Regbalk as he sleeps peacefully on the floor. Mm-hmm. That is much better. And you see as he sleeps once more, these sands begin spiraling around him, almost oh. tucking him in. Aww. Aww. That's sweet. Now we go buy some clothes for Drool. Or I guess get clothes for Drool. Yep. And as you guys begin to walk into the city again, this time a little bit shorter of a walk, you are met with a more bustling atmosphere. There are things being done. There are people out on the street. There are children playing and running through under the daylight sun. Oh, wow. You see that some people still look quite famished and dehydrated, but they are still overcome with joy as they walk down the streets together. Ah, this is nice to see. Definitely feels good to see this. <laughs> of course. I've never known this feeling. Helping people with this. Mata. It feels warm. It does. And as you walk down the streets... You follow these cobblestone trails through the village. And through these winding pathways, you eventually find where the uh, the clothers is. You see this large turtle shell with a tent out in front of it. You see that it's kind of like uh, this outdoors trading center like a marketplace and you see mannequins wearing cloth of just these fancy and intricate looking clothes mainly of white blouses these often fabrics tied around their waist maybe overcoats on some of them um and you see several trays of clothing are lined out up in front of this building. And you see 
the door is completely barricaded. And you see Lelward standing behind one of these booths. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Aura. It's good to see you all right. Yeah, it's good to see you too. How is you, Lord? Sleep well, all right? Yep. Yeah, we're, right. we're doing fine. Good to hear, all right. Come to pick out clothes for the girl. Of course. Come on. All right. And you see as Jewel begins to scurry around looking at different clothes. Uh, and it doesn't take her long to pick certain things that she likes the look of. Um, you see, she picks up a, like, white blouse that has really, uh, flowy sleeves. Um, almost looking like the top half of a dress. And she picks up the, uh, like, a, one of those sashes that are wrapped around the waist and it has a big tassel hanging off of it and she also picks up these pair of like uh these black uh pants that tightly you can assume are tight i think these are perfect they remind me of what my mom used to wear It's lovely. It's really nice. All right, that'll be free. Free you, little miss. Thank you any so of, much. Any of you want anything at the moment? Yeah. I think I could use some clothes in this weather. All right, be my guest. Look around. Mm-hmm. Everything is for opening my eyes. I won't charge you a dime. What? Really? Alright. All of you can have oh. some clothes. Except for you, the fish. You endangered little girl. I... That's... Fair enough. Yeah, I could have handled that better. But, um... I do appreciate letting them all pick stuff for free. Free stuff. You see he mutters as he walks away, looking at clothes. <laughs> it's um, I can't pay for him. Alright, if you want to pay for him, that defeats the whole purpose of it being free. So, I guess you can have some too. Alright. <laughs> I ain't happy about it, alright. <laughs> You are a very kind man. Well, not every day people come up to you and reveal something so horrendous. It's been right sitting in front of my eyes, all right? And I just kind of ignored it. That's not all right, all right? Yeah, that is fair. When uh, we start constructing stuff, I want this building to go first, all right? Yeah, I got you. Alright. Use a man as you would. I respect that. Alright. And he goes to hold your hand for a handshake. I give him a handshake. 
It's like solid. It's like firm, a firm handshake. Damn, bro, he's definitely. <laughs> I really respect you, Lord. You do great things. I, res I respect you a whole lot. I hope to be seeing you in newspapers because you're going to do great things. Great things. That are all right. <laughs> you are going to be my motivation. I'm glad, all right. I seek to be a positive figure out here, all right? You know, you 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 really do sound like a better mayor than the one we, you guys currently have. <laughs> well, if I had any skill in politics, I'd become the mayor. But I'm not that good at it. I'm just out here simply. You would be it. excellent at it. Well, maybe I'll run for election, all right? Yeah. Or we could kick the mayor out for him. I think that'd be pretty fair. Honestly, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see why not. But then again, that is kind of mean. But he ignored people's request and kind of caused the whole poison thing just because the guy was scary. I really, I really do think that we should get rid of the mayor. He is quite the nasty little bugger. <laughs> he scares me. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm stealing your thing. But, um, we'll go over to the mayor's house, kick him out of his office, and, you know, then you're going to be the mayor, buddy. I don't really know. What else are we supposed to do? Yeah, I don't believe in elections anyway. We'll just kick him out for you. That sounds like you use an right. inspirational figure like you. All right. That sounds wonderful. I'll become the mayor right yeah. away. As soon as you can let me. All right. Sounds good. And as you guys uh, look around for clothes, um, you guys want to describe what you pick out? Uh, yeah. I didn't think about this. <laughs> 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 no. I just thought of a, I just thought of like a really simple outfit, so I don't think I need to use much of a description. Okay. We could always uh, save it for when you guys draw reference and post those. Oh, true. Yeah, you guys have enough time for this episode to come out. Oh yeah. True, true, true. Honestly, I thought of, I just thought of him with like a, one of those like a, summer dead. Uh, what are they called? Poly shirts? And oh, they have like yeah. little, the little plant patterns in like green, yes. red, dark blue. Yeah, that's what he's wearing. And like, uh, cargo shorts. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, for those of you who are listening, please do check out our Instagram. It's called Dungeon Dreamers and Twitter too, Dungeon underscore uh, Dreamers caps on both of those um and you'll see the references when this episode comes out yippee yippee and as you guys pick out these clothes and purchase them you get a couple of paper bags to put them in they're good for the environment all right see this is what makes you an awesome figure 
I respect that, Oroi. We have to make the world a better place, Oroi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do hope to be seeing you sometime, alright? Of course. Yeah, we're gonna be here for a while helping oh, out yeah. and everything, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Won't be helping you out too, alright? Trust me, alright. And as you guys well, begin. Worked really hard on uh, restoring the, the life, so. We've got a lot to do. Hero. Yeah. And uh, where else are you guys going? Uh, where else? And where are you guys headed to next? Uh, That's a good question. Um. Eldorus uh, goes. Well, shouldn't we head over to the blacksmith for the moment? Oh, yeah. I guess you're right, yeah. I mean, it's basically on her and her dad to go, uh, you know, get everyone riled up and start building. Yeah. Not really getting everyone riled up in the way that you did, though. Yeah. That was chaos. If I need to do it again, I will, but I don't think do I not. can. Do not. <laughs> uh, no. Just messing with you. Don't I do anything. I would have immediately closed your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna... No. No. No, 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 no. None of that today. You see as, um... You <laughs> see as Lelward stands over Eldorus menacingly. Oh. Alright. You try oh anything, alright. I'm gonna squeeze you to your lungs, Pop, alright. Alright. That's alright. I'll I'll keep my mouth shut. <sighs> Aggressive. <laughs> well onwards to the blacksmith. Too. Alright. That guy's alright. I like that guy. Alright. It's really fun to do. <laughs> alright. It is. I mean, imagine if I talked like that all the time. All right. It really has an air of just understanding about it. It feels like everything he says should be law. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's right. why he'd be such a good mayor. Yeah, I think definitely sometime while we're building, we should go harass the mayor. What funny. would we do with him? Um, tie him to a flagpole. Tie him to a flagpole. Yeah, we can tie him to one of those things. No, and he just, points to just one let, of the just, big metal poles. No, no, no. Just, just let the villagers decide. Oh, we can force an election. Force an election? Yes, I'll, I'll get everyone to show up to the mayor's house again. And then we'll start an election. Okay, but can you not cause a dangerous scene again? Eldorus. I'll check in with you and run through the script 
with you before I get everyone riled up. <laughs> okay, but can right. you take Jewel with you? All right, then. All right. Sorry, very fun to do. Uh-huh. And I'll say, as you guys were chatting, you were walking all the way over to the blacksmith. And as you round a corner, you see the blacksmith right in front of you. And as Eldorus pushes open these heavy doors, you see inside, you see both Gint and her father are working. Good morning. Oh, good morning, you lot. Are you finally ready to start the construction? Of course. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I've talked to my father about it, and he's very on board. It seems like... With us heading the teams, we can split up and build two houses per day. Oh, really? That's wonderful. And if it's for a business, it should round out to the same time. With all how the buildings are structured, the foundation and basically everything inside is how it should be. It's just a matter of getting the shell off, which we could do using a pulley system. Ooh. Yeah, that makes things easier. Yes, it's just going to take a little bit of manpower, but, um... It, it seems like we're on pace for around seven days. <laughs> it really does sound quite short. I mean, it does, but it's going to be a lot of work in those seven days. It doesn't sound oh, troubling to me. Well, I'm glad to have people with such optimism on the team right now. We'll yeah, start gathering course. the villagers who said that they would help and, uh, We'll get right to work. Excellent. And you see as uh, Gint uh, takes off these huge iron gauntlets that were on her hands and lays them on the anvil. She goes, all right, Dad, handle the rest of the forge for now, and I'll tell you when we round everyone out. Sounds good to me. See you soon. And you see Gint uh, walks out the door right past you guys. And so what are you guys going to do as Gint gets ready, uh, rallying the crowd? Uh, I think... Um, well, I know Marco's going to help. Yeah. Well, you have some time before, like, they start work. Oh, before? So, yes, you have, like, a little bit of free time before work. Oh, alright. Is there uh, possibly any construction uh, books in the library? Uh, you can check. Mm, sounds good. Alright, so uh, Mako's going to the library. Uh, Nanette, do you want to go anywhere else? Um, there really isn't Anywhere in particular that I can think of? If you just want to go with Mako too, that's fine. 
Yeah, I think I'll just go with Mako then. Maybe. I kind of want to go egg the mayor's house, but that'll be Lelwood's house. So maybe I shouldn't egg it. Yeah, no. Don't. Don't. Don't feel horrible. You would be egging that man. Does it? I haven't seen any farms or animals here. Well, if there was a crab, but that's about it. Yeah. Crab eggs? I'll go hunting for crab eggs. Oh, boy. You know, the library isn't really a place for me. I can't read after all. I'll read you a fairy tale at some point. Oh, never mind. I'm coming to. What? I'm coming to the library. You're going to read me a fairy tale. I I need to research, research some stuff about buildings. Fine, Jewel will read me a fairy tale. I will read um, both of you a fairy tale. That would be awesome, Mako. I also can't really read. Yeah. One of us can read a fairy tale to you both. <laughs> Thank you. Mm, yeah, that's fair. Well, we'll just come to the library anyway and sit around. Harass nerds. Why? Well, yeah. Can't really excuse that one. <laughs> um, and, uh, Mako, as you begin to lead the way towards the uh, library, you walk through the winding town of Golas. And you see that clean shell reflecting the sky across it. And as you open these quaint doors, you push in, and you are met with a cozy atmosphere. And... This is such a perfect library. It, it is definitely feeling like home to you, Mako. And... Instead of the recliner being empty in the center of the room, you see, sitting on it, is the Warforged Man from before. And Ooh. around him is a crowd of children. Um. And you see he has a big book in his lap. And he goes, And then, the righteous paladin scoured the seas looking for the demon. The seas granted him their might, and the waves bent to his sword. After an intense battle, the paladin plunged his sword into the demon. The sea caved and bellowed at this blow, and the paladin stood unwavering at the sea bed, sacrificing his life for the good of humanity. His final words were, I can handle this threat, but more will come. Justice will need to be carried, and I entrust everyone on Fleur with a piece of my courage. And, kids, that is how creatures big and small gain the sense of courage. 
and you see the Warforged closes this book with a loud puff and puts it on the floor next to him. Oh. That will be the last story for now. Please do come back and listen later. And you see the kids all like clap and applaud as uh, they begin to get up and uh, basically walk out of the library. And uh, you see the librarian walk over to the desk and sit down behind it. And he says, good evening, everyone. I see you are back and you have found who you were looking for. Oh, yes, we did. Uh, everything went well. Um, I am so glad. Ah, uh, well, um... We were actually here to look for some books on construction, if you have any here. Ah, uh, construction. We should have some in the back. If you would like me to go get them for you, you can... Take a look around while I retrieve them. Oh, that would be helpful. Thank you. Good. I will be right back. And you see he gets up and he begins to walk out of this uh, area into a back room. Nice. And uh, what do you guys do as you wait? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to take a peek at, like, the other books, too. You're going to take a peek at the other books? Yeah. All right. Um, give me an investigation check. And is there anything in specific you want to find? Why specifics? What is wrong with you? I can't do specifics. I mean, like, if, if you're <laughs> looking for, like, books from the ones you lost in that fire, or yes. etc. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you immediately said that, and I was like, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, roll me an investigation check, then. Ugh. Oh. Um, Why do you like this? As you look around and you try to, like, see if you can find anything, you do end up finding a book that you saw once before from your library previously. Oh. You see the fallen kingdom of Decidius. Oh, it's you! Oh, my book! Oh, I didn't get um, to read this one line full before everything went down. And, uh, Nanette, will you also look for any uh, book in specific? Uh, sure. Uh, okay. Uh, what are you looking for? And give me an investigation check. Uh, I think I'll look for a book on, like, the different seas, maybe? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, give me an investigation check then. Ooh, okay. Um, 
Let me roll for this. I will roll for which C you find a book on. Not getting the good books. Okay, 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 okay. So you found one on the Gallium Sea. So, first, we'll start off with Mako. As you take this book over to a small seating area, clearly built for children, it looks kind of goofy <laughs> when you sit down on it. Um, but you see that there are, there's not much larger furniture uh, around here. And as you open this, uh, this book with a black cover and red scarlet text across it, you open it up, and you read of a city, once prosperous, now a hopeless ruin of piles of bricks. You see that this kingdom was destroyed in the ninth generation of the Seldfire family, under the rule of Marith Seldfire. The main speculation over the nation's sudden destruction was war, but other magical researchers and historians say that their own magic was their downfall. A red mist constantly flows across the ruins of this nation, and it's said that beasts will apparate within the fog and attack those who enter. The scholars' notes have been found littered across these bricks that lead into the underbelly of the castle, stained in blood. At the writing of this book, the most recent note says, A red gem the size of a chunk of hail, and warbles like water, gleams within the pits of the castle. The way in was treacherous, so I can only imagine the terror I will hopelessly endure on my way out. And you see, it's noted under a man called Priscilius J. Treyor. Huh. Oh, that is interesting. And if you'd like, I will send you this note so you can keep it for yourself. Yeah. And, Nanette, as you pick out this book about the Gallium Sea, you see that the cover of this book is... And inky black. But as mm -hmm. you pick up the book, the text, almost like a holographic image, appears in shifting words that look like luminescent lights peering through the oh, darkness cool. of the cover. And as you open it up, you read that the Gallium Sea consists of the... Uh, of a deep dark blue, bordering on inky black. The twilight waters are well-dressed with various bioluminescent creatures lurking in its depths. A shifting luminous sea that looks as if it is the galaxy kissing the land. The creatures that lurk in the depths are often translucent, with clear jelly-like skin that reveals their nervous systems and their inner organs. Luminous accents travel from specialized organs and travel along their glands that shine brightly in the depths. Some creatures in the sea have even used this bioluminescent uh, 
liquid as a sort of defense mechanism against others. Various brightness, um, various depths of brightnesses occur within their bodies. And as you uh, look into it a bit further, you see a continent named Cilia. And as you read it, Silly. Silly. Uh, (laughs) In the midst of the galactic seas, this monster-born and rot-filled land bears some of the world's finest warriors, hunters born in a place where hunting is all they can do. For if they don't, they will die. The monochrome (laughs) and bioluminescent lands are filled with eldritch creatures of warbling shapes and sizes. Not only do they hide in the seas, but they lurk in the lands. And as they hide in the surroundings, they pounce on their prey. The gods would hope that you are not in their uh, radius as they are hunting. Wow. And that's pretty much what you read in this book. And again, I will send this to you later. I'm terrified but intrigued. (laughs) What'd you read about? Oh, uh, the Gallium Sea. The creatures Ooh. there seem very terrifying. Creatures? Born there. Uh, what? Really? I mean, uh, yes, I was. I was born there. Maldoris? I mean, I'm not lying. I was. Uh, it was a different time back then. And what did the book say about the Gallium Sea? Because that place was hell on earth. Well, I mean, it says pretty much that. You know, like, if you don't hunt, you'll die and things like that. Oh, yes, that was right. I mean, it was different when you weren't on land. You were kind of assaulted all the time under the sea. Huh. There's no hiding from creatures just swimming around in there. I mean, besides in our homes, but boring to stay in your home all the time. So, even Tritons would hunt all the time. And, uh, you see as he's about to say something, he closes his mouth. And yeah, that was basically the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh. That's... Really interesting. Yes, even the Tritons had gained some of the bioluminescent qualities from that sea. What? I mean, I know I glow all the time because I'm a ghost, but uh, when I was alive, I had more glowy bits, if you can say that. That is... Interesting. You know, it's kind of weird to say, but I do want to expect that. I, uh... If we find Tritons from that sea, I'm sure they would be glad to show you the glowy bits. That's awesome. That, what? An interesting way of putting it. Yes, but, I mean, oh, normally I it's like... of how wrong that could sound. Yes, but I didn't mean it like that. I meant it like, um, our hair, they would glow. The hair can glow? I mean, yes. 
Which sounds cool. Normally tritons from that area don't have hair like this. And he like pulls at his hair a little bit, showing you. <laughs> it's more like a squiddy. 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 Squiddy, like tendrils and stuff. That sounds mm. awesome. Huh. The things that are out there seem really horrifying, but I think that's what makes it so interesting. I, I mean, love learning about creatures. From what I remember when I was a boy sailing those seas, it was quite a beautiful place. I mean, I didn't really take a moment to soak it all in, but it really was like you were sailing on the stars. Wow. I kind of would like to see it, but I would also not like to at the same time. Well, I assume we'll go there eventually, maybe. If you continue sailing with me, we're going to sail everywhere. It'll oh. cross our paths. Hmm. I'll be expecting that, then. And it'll definitely hit you like a brick wall. Because, oh god, the sea has suddenly turned from crystalline waters to deep black horror nightmare. That sounds terrifying. That sounds awesome. <laughs> you two are so different, different. things. <laughs> I, I guess you're right. see the beast in that water, though. You all are so different, but um, I do appreciate your different senses of exploration. There is I mean, a bit of curiosity and fear. I suppose you're right. And as you all are sitting and chatting and having a good laugh, uh, you see the Warforged steps back in, and he is carrying like a couple of good books about oh. constructing homes. I brought materials for you to learn construction. Oh, thank you. Uh, what what is your name? My name. Not many people ask. My name is Belwa. Oh, it's nice to meet you. It is nice to meet you too. Oh, my my name is Marco. Yes. Good to meet you, Marco. It seems like you are a fellow enjoyer of knowledge. Oh, absolutely. Got a lot of stuff to read. I respect And as he hands you these books, uh, they seem very small in his frame. Like, he is a very big man, made out of metal. Um, but as he hands them to you, they look like... How can I describe this? Like a thesaurus? It's big. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, wow. These are big books. Yes, they go over the intricacies of building homes down to the way to make them more lastable. If I may ask, what are you using them for? Oh, uh, we're going to be uh, reconstructing uh, homes 
So it's a good idea to keep these around to, uh, well, they're also for me to be able to learn how to make, uh, the homes and help everybody. I did not know that we were remaking homes. Yeah, there was, you probably weren't there if you're just hearing this now, but we had the whole dealing with the poison thing and we managed to settle it by, uh, Preparing a deal on remaking houses because, well, there are very, very dark paths to these shelves. I do understand. I have not been living here for very long. But I now know that I must help you in your courageous endeavor. Oh, really? I will provide my strength in order to make houses. We would definitely appreciate it. It would uh, help us a lot with uh, most of the heavy tests. Yes, and perhaps my knowledge will come in handy. Of course, you seem like a very smart person. Why, thank you, small bird. And he uh, pats your head. Aww. <laughs> thank you. If you do not mind, I'd like to have a discussion about you. A discussion about me? You are quite the intriguing creature. I mean, I don't really know a lot about myself, but sure, I guess, why not? I have never had the pleasure of sitting and communing with N. And you see he looks at you puzzled? Errukakra. Yeah, that's how you say it. If you do not mind, please stop in when you have some free time. Of course. I'll make sure. He uh, nods. If you he don't mind me... thumbs up. If you do not mind me asking... Where may I lend my assistance? Um, I think you could ask the the forges and the people in there for any uh, help, since they know what they're doing. All right, I will be right there. All right, sounds good. And uh, where are you guys going? If, good question. Well, I know you want to yeah. study the book, so... Yeah. You can stay and study the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Mako, as you flip through this book, uh, you just see many tactics of building homes. Some more advanced, uh, some more advanced kind of techniques. But you also do some, see some more traditional ones, such as, like, the log cabin style. Or, like, ways of building homes that are more efficient. Mm -hmm. And you soak it up pretty easily. Eevee! And anything else you guys want to do in the library? I was going to say, let me read Eldoris a fairy tale. Not an idea, maybe. 
It's completely up to you. Why not? <laughs> Let's go. Story um, time. As you sit down in the comfy recliner, uh, you pull out one of these uh, fairy tales. And you pick from the top of the, the pile. And you do see that it's the story of the paladin. Oh. The one that the Warforged was reading before. It was us. And as you begin to read it out loud to Eldoris, Nanette, and, um, and Jewel. Uh, actually, Nanette, are you going to be looking for any other books? Um, I think that's all for now. Okay. As you read this story, it starts off as a story of someone down on their luck. A paladin starting from scratch. Uh, a mere boy with a wooden sword. But as he goes through the world, he sees many things, learns many things. He adapts and overcomes anything that steps its way into his path. He becomes righteous and powerful. And soon, even the devil would meet his sword. Whoa. You see, throughout the story, he is overcome with things of temptation. Things that would make any man fall at a whim. But... He made the conscious choice to overcome and to protect the people of this world. He threw away many of his own selfish needs and desires in order to provide the world with betterment. And at the end of the book, you see a little note that the Warforged did not read. In this cursive text, you see, some say the paladin still slumbers beneath the waves. Some say the hole has never closed. And some say that this is where the navy draws their strength. The power of courage. That's <laughs> interesting. And as you close the book, Eldorus goes, oh, oh my god, that was so cool. I wish I could be a paladin. Too bad I Thank think you. God doesn't like me. Uh, you can believe in yourself, maybe eventually in the coming years. Maybe eventually I'll become a paladin. I think that'd be a goal of mine. That means you're like the ultimate good guy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. No way, sure, yeah. Well, yeah, that's that a, seems like a pretty damn good goal. That's a pretty large step, but hey, I believe in you. First we build homes, then I f start figuring out how to do what that paladin guy did. I think it's really cool that he could charge lightning in a sword and smite people. I want to do that. Huh. That does sound really For cool. good reasons. Not bad reasons. Well, 
I'm not gonna lie, the first time you said smite in that book, I was thinking about smiting the mayor. But uh, oh, maybe that would be a bad abuse of power. Yeah. Morality. It's a fickle thing. Um, yeah. I don't think it's that fickle. You just have to, um, you know, not do bad things. Well, True. I'm incapable of that for now. Well, okay. you're, you're getting there. I'm learning. It's a learning curve. Yeah. I think first I should learn how to read. These stories um, are delightful. Maybe. Uh, I wouldn't mind teaching you eventually. Ooh, that'd be good. You are a master reader, so it'd be great to learn. Yeah, no problem with that. And as you close these, uh, this fairy tale, you guys see, well, I will say realistically, it would take you like like an hour or so reading the construction book alone. Um, yeah. And that's that's if we're saying like you like skimmed it to find parts that you enjoyed reading or that parts that you think would be useful. So mm -hmm. it would be around an hour. Yeah. And uh, after an hour or so of reading... And reading this fairy tale. You exit the library. And where are you guys headed now? Um, should we start talking about the whole construction thing by now? Uh, you... Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I guess we should get started on actually doing work. Yeah. The earlier, the faster we get it all done. And for this segment... Uh, I, I'm going to expedite it, uh, so, you know, we're not actually going to build houses, it, it's going to be very quick. Um, mm -hmm. as you guys walk over to the blacksmith, you see that a group of people all have hammers, construction tools, nails, everything, ready at their disposal, and, uh, you see that they have constructed a pulley system on wheels to help maneuver things like the Ooh. shells ah, yes we finally got everyone on board and we're getting ready to go <laughs> it looks great already I've already told the families that we need to move them over to the inn for a bit and uh, Kishi seemed uh, very happy so, let's get started. All right. All right. And to montage. As you guys and this entire village get to work, you just see this completely, how should I say this, cohesive and fluid movement between everyone. As you all work together, you shout at each other, building stuff. In order. You make sure that nothing is wrongly put. And everything is well constructed. And as the sun sets. You guys see over the horizon. 
just two houses now taking the place where the shells were. And those same shells now on the beach. Oh. This is good progress already. Oh, for sure. And shortly after that, as the moon begins to fully pull overhead, you see two more shells added to the beach as you guys have uh, made four new homes. And day in and day out, our heroes revisit and keep building upon this island, moving more shells towards the ocean and building homes in their place. And is there anything you guys want to do during the seven days? Mm. Just between working, because you're not going to be working every hour of the day. Book. Book. <laughs> book. Book. I want uh, book. Me, Mako, book. <gasps> me, Mako. Me like book. Me really uh, like book. Okay, but... Oh. <laughs> um, I think I want to talk to Redvok a little bit. We'll say you do this on the third day of building. Um, as the houses are beginning to pop up where the shells are, you see Redvok is sitting on the beach next to these shells. And, uh, Nanette, between your working, you step off of one of these houses, and uh, you walk over to Regvolk. Uh, hi, Regvolk. Uh, hello, Nanette. It's good to see you. Yeah, you too. We're already making some really good progress so far. I, I can see that, and I am widely impressed. You all are doing so good. I'm sorrowful I can't help. Oh, no, no. It's alright. I mean, you've already done enough with the forest and everything, so... And I will say that during the second day, Regvolk expended a lot more energy, and the forest that he was setting in before is now just as vibrant and blooming as the one on the other side of the island. Um, <sighs> I was really glad to assist in any way I could. You did a really good job. I mean, it looks absolutely beautiful. That is not my doing. The island was always beautiful. I merely helped it come back to fruition. Hmm. I guess still. It's still a really impressive task. You see as a, a meek smile crosses his face as he leans back on the shell on one of his palms. I think my family 
me so happy, and I'm glad we can return them to the ocean. Yeah, I can imagine they're really proud of everything that's been happening. Redvog, uh, there was one more thing I wanted to ask about. Yes, what is it? Well, um, I know this might be a lot to ask considering you've probably gotten used to this island and everything, but, well, Honestly, I'm wondering too, but it's also kind of on behalf of Eldorus. I wanted to ask if you wanted to join us on our ship. Part of me really wants to make this a roll. But another part of me is saying... He would say yes pretty easily. So here's what I'll do. It's going to be a pretty low DC. Roll me persuasion with advantage. Okay. Ooh, come on. Come on. I believe in you. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oof. Okay. Oh, buddy. <laughs> please. Please. Oh, my God. Dice gods, please. Bruh. I don't ask for much. But I do <laughs> ask for this. <laughs> No! Wait! Oh. Wait! 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 Why was it the same thing? Can I... Can I try again? Round two? No. No! no. <laughs> you see as Regvolk uh, looks Why at the shells. The no! <laughs> uh. Well, it would be nice to explore the seas by your sides. I think it's time. It's time to explore the sea in my own right. Thank God. I mean, um, I, I'm glad you think so. I do not think it can be at your side at the moment, for I have repentance for now. Uh. I've hurt a lot of people. Sure you know. I understand. However, if our paths do cross again, I would like I would like to explore the seas at your side. Of course. I'll await that day. I will await that time as well. The sea is vast. But even I will give you a guarantee. Yeah. And you see Regvolk begin to rummage for something in his pocket. 
and you see as he pulls out a compass. I understand all too well that the seas are too vast to leave it to chance. And I will give this to you. And if you'd like, please meet me here. I will be making the trek there, dragging my siblings, one by one, to the resting place that they were once swimming to. Well, of course. We'll gladly meet you there. And he smiles and uh, hands you the compass. And as you take a look out of it, it's covered in this golden energy with miniature sea turtles wrapping around it. (laughs) And you see engraved on the top of the compass, uh, like the lid of it, is a piece of seaweed. This will lead you right to me. Thanks, Uh For everything, really. No. It is not you who should be saying thank you, which is I. And do you see as Regvolk begins to tear up? <laughs> Thank you so much. You've saved me from the hell I've been in. Well, of course. I mean, I can't help but want to reach out to people in need. You are such a good person. You are. I hope you really do shine that kindness onto people in need. And I hope to join you in that endeavor. I mean... Despite everything that's happened before, everything you're doing now is really, really good. Thank you. But I really do have many a sin to repent on and look back at. Right. And... He wipes the tears away from his scaly face, and he puts his large hand on the top of your head and ruffles your hair a little bit. Don't look so discouraged. We will cross paths again. Yeah. Yeah. We will. He smiles a smile that you haven't seen before on him. This wide... And very warm grin. (laughs) And as you pick yourself up and begin to walk away, is there anything else you want to do now? 
Uh, well, you don't have I'm to gonna, walk away. I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> uh, well, uh, um, I am not sure. And if that's the case, uh, there is nothing else you want to do on separate days? Um. Hmm. Um. <laughs> um. I don't know what they scale up. Well, like let's see if. Oh, wait, what? I was going to say, I feel like there should be, but I can't think of anything right now. Well, let's see if Mako has any ideas. Mako, what do you think you're going to be doing through these three days? Book. Book. Okay. Minette, <laughs> do you want to join for a book? Sure, I will gladly join for a book. Okay. Book it is now. Yeah. Book. <laughs> the exact same thing. I love book. <laughs> book is awesome. Book is so book. Um, as you guys, (laughs) as you guys walk over to the library together, you've just finished your basically rounds of construction and you walk over to the library and as you open these quaint doors once more into this cozy atmosphere with a fireplace, uh, crackling in the distance, um, what books are you trying to read? Honestly, anything that can catch his eye, which is pretty easy to do. Pretty, pretty easy. Okay. So, um, roll me investigation checks, the both of you. If you're looking for a specific thing, let me know. Okay. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? At least I'm not looking for anything specific. Oh no, I roll something better. Oh no, (laughs) I roll a 19. Okay, I see how it is. (laughs) It was just the power of book. (laughs) Book. I love book. (laughs) You love books. Yeah, and I love Redbook too, but apparently that wasn't enough. (laughs) (laughs) You got nine in a row. Um, all right. So, Nanette, are you looking for anything specific? Because you would damn sure find it. <laughs> um, that's a... Hmm. This... Hmm. Huh? Um... I don't know... I don't know if this is, like, a weird thing to ask, but, like, maybe I'll look for a book about, like, the Navy and people that are in it or have been in the Navy or something like that. Ooh, that's a saucy one. (laughs) Saucy. Saucy? Okay, I'm going to roll something real quick. 
Ooh, he's wrong. As you look through a book on the Navy, you find a book with this, like, completely scarlet red cover with floral decorations on it. And in black text with gold inlay, you see it's a book of, like, general deeds of the Navy. And as you open it up, you read about... Oh, God, this is so fucking <laughs> out of context. Um, you read about a man named Leviathan. Ooh. You read <laughs> under this paragraph that says Leviathan. Much less a name, more a title. Leviathans are passed down from generation to generation of the Navy. They are the head commander, the strongest there ever was. And each one seems to outrival the last. The previous Leviathan, a man who has sailed the seas in a ship that had not one crew member. By himself, he sailed. It is said that he has done irreparable damage to several major pirate crews. One of the major ones listed in this book is called uh, the Blackheart Pirates, which he had decimated to such a degree that they had fled to an unknown place. Oh, God. It is said that he chased the Blackheart pirates off of the planet, and their <laughs> captain was not a captain to be trifled with. Then you read about the current Leviathan. Though he has not had many achievements under his belt, his strength is outstanding. It's said that he has had the power to decimate three boats with the swing of his sword. It is said that not even water can slow his chase, even on foot. Oh. It is said that he can catch cannonballs and redirect them at ships. What the hell? Currently, the Leviathan has scouted out Many new and promising marines. Leviathan, we're like, leave. <laughs> it is also said that he is the kindest Leviathan so far. No oh boy. He has converted many a crew like this into man Navy. Oh. Oh no. But the crews who don't submit to him will never live to tell the tale. Oh boy. <laughs> Okay. Excellent. And I feel a sense of impending doom. <laughs> as you close this book on the Navy, you do see on the back that written in it is the themes of their colors. Scarlet as our blood, black as our might, and gold as our luster. 
we will continue to serve justice. For that is courage. Justice is scary. I don't know if I like that. (laughs) (laughs) For real. (laughs) Wow. That was saucy. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't prepared (laughs) for that. (laughs) Sorry? It's okay. I don't mind. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And as for you, Mako, as you look through several of these books, you find one detailing several of the gods that are prevalent in the world of Floor. And normally each of these gods have their own religious books and symbols. But this one is more of a telling of all of their tales. As you look at it, you see the image is of the layers of the ocean kind of laid out on the cover of this book. At the very bottom, you see sturdy stone. Then, right above that, you see black and murky depths. Then above that, you see vigorous and crashing tides. And then floating above it all, you see a compass that has red strings draping down through all of the layers. And as you open this book, you read of the compass the tides, the depths, and the stone. And which one of these catches your eyes first? I think... Wait. Hold on, my brain is loading. Can you uh, repeat it? The compass, the tides, the depths, and the stone. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, the depths. You want to read the depths. Yeah. As you uh, flip to the pages detailing the depths, you see not only an image of the depths, but you see the slumbering ocean depths, given name as Moors, where all live come to fade away into obscurity. Under the tides, the depths take away. The depths await to claim the bodies down below. He has been granted the grim title as death, but his followers know that within his cold, endless embrace, he has the warmest touch. The violent waves crash on occasion, but the depths never falter. And it goes on to detail why his followers take comfort in knowing that he will be there in their darkest times. His embrace will be the warmest they've ever felt. Even though it will be their last embrace. That's... Wow. Yeah. It's morbid. (laughs) (laughs) It is morbid. Um, uh, Who takes your interest next? Uh, I think... Tide. The Tide. The vigorous seas incarnate, named as Trelassa. Her Ooh. vehement and outgoing nature is expressed by her domains, which ensnare the globe. However, beneath her beaming smile, 
is a history not forgotten. Her counterpart lifts her so vehemently into the air while he slumbers, wasting away in the depths. And it details that once her rage was so great that she threatened the lands, but her counterpart, the depths, has been lifting her ever since, and her joys and warm nature is now shared amongst every sea. Ooh. All right. And who's next? You got compass. the compass and the stone. Okay, the compass. The compass named Yafal, also known as the deific figure of guidance. Those who worship this god are blessed in a way that no other can be. A sense of purpose strings them along to something they do not even know. This deity plays no favorites, however. They only tie the, the red strings of fate to your finger and guide you along whatever path your soul ushers for itself. May it be Ooh. your demise or your thriving future. She will be there for you, walking you along. That is interesting. And lastly, the stone. The child of the tides and the depths, known as Ishi. The one who grew its roots out from the depths and broke through the tides. The stone Ooh. has its faults that are shaved away by the tides. Nonetheless, they remain resilient amidst the bombardments. The stone harbors a love for the depths and the tides for its kisses from the tides. It is held by the depths. Those who pray to the stone receive the strength to persevere through their life. The strength to stay strong no matter what is thrown at their path. That is awesome. And as you close this book, you have a sense of newfound appreciation for these sorts of things. That is pretty interesting. And what else are you guys doing? More book? <laughs> More book or talk to him? How do you say his name? Yeah, I was about to say, didn't that guy want to talk to him? Yeah. I don't know how to say his name either. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not good at pronouncing names. It's okay. His name is Belwa. Belwa? Belwa. Belwa? Belwa? Belwa. 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 The brain cell. <laughs> yeah, but so you're going to talk to Belva, or do you want to read more? Um, in... 
You know, my roles have not been good with books, but then that is probably. I mean, <laughs> you'll you'll always find books no matter what your role. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I have a specific right now. Maybe. Maybe. Ah, oh, fuck it. Why not? One more. <laughs> one more book? Okay. <laughs> That's something oh. Mako would say. He'd say one more book and then reads two more. <laughs> and uh, give, give me an investigation check as you look for these books. Alright, fuck it. We both. Ooh, that's better. Pretty good. Um, and nothing in specific, right? Yeah. You read of a particular, like, as you look through these books, one catches your eye more than the rest. You see this lavender-covered book. Ooh. And as you pick it out, you see it has gold trims, and it's in the shape of a pond surrounded by greenery. And as Ooh. you open the book, you read The Lilac Pond. Fabled as the pond of remembrance, the elegant glossy pink waters ripple with waves of memories. Archways of vines coated with rods of aura blossoms. Magic ribbons from pod to pod and spread a charming scent tailored to one's past. Everyone says they smell something different. The pods give off a visible pink ethereal blossom. And as you peer into the water, it is said you can see memories of your past reflected in it. Ooh. And it is also stated that if you find this pond, others may see your memories as well. Oh. Oh. Oh, buddy. Oh. And oh. 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 That would ever... Bring interesting or horrifyingly sad moment. <laughs> True. That um, is that is an angst bringer. An angst bringer. <laughs> written in the book is also a a sort of how should I say this speculative place for it, like a possibility. <laughs> it is oh. stated to be somewhere in the Karak Seas. Ooh. Okay. And that's all you will get. Sick. That's all the book for you. That's all the book for you. <laughs> the book. I think he's had enough book. <laughs> all right, no more book. Are you going to talk to Belva? Yeah. Go on, then. <laughs> go on, then. I go on, then. All right, start the conversation, all right? <laughs> Can't sit around and wait for me to start the conversation. Go ahead. <laughs> He's minding his own business. You were reading books. Hmm? <laughs> Sorry. Why are you talking to me like you're, you're my dad or something? What's wrong with you, you freak? No, I'm just kidding. I'm your father now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather um, die. 
But as you walk up to the Warforged, um, you see he is sitting there, his nose, again, usually in a book. Fair. Oh, um, hello. Ah, hello, Mako. You wanted to have a conversation, right? Ah, yes, I would absolutely love to have a conversation with you. Sounds good to me. And he walks over to your side of the reception desk and puts a chair there for you so you can sit down and be comfortable. All right, thank you. I am always on the hunt for new knowledge, and I definitely have not met someone like you before. So I would like to record several things about you. And he pulls out a journal. Oh, he's just like Marco oh, for real. <laughs> He just like me for real. <laughs> huh. Sounds like something I do too. That is wonderful to hear. If you have any questions about me, that would be great. Huh. Yeah, hold on, let me and he like uh scrambles into <laughs> Just gonna write own... about each other. <laughs> yeah, he scrambles into his own bag and like pulls out his little uh journal. Yeah, I mean, I I tend to uh, observe people, which sounds kind of creepy, but I get permission. And I also uh, tend to sketch them out. I would be grateful for you to sketch me out. Yeah, sounds fine to me. It's kind of like a, a little sharing person-to-person thing. Uh, Belwell looks at you and goes, I will also be sketching you out. And you see as he begins to uh, draw, but he's not looking down at the paper. He's just looking oh at Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa, that is a skill. It is okay. I do not need to look at the paper. Yeah, no, but that's impressive. If you don't mind me asking, are all Aarakocras different species of birds? Wait, what is it? Are all Aarakocras different species of birds? Oh, yes. Yes. I'm more of a, a vulture. That is quite interesting. Yeah. And you see as he breaks away from the sketch and then immediately dots that down like a printer. <laughs> this guy's silly. What no. if I steal him for a vote? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You can try if you want. Um, Maybe I will. Another question. Yes? You being a vulture, I do not appear to see wings. Oh. It's a bit of a personal thing, but I lost them due to uh, uh, previous issues years, years, years ago. I will not ask further questions on that topic due to sensitivity being sensed. Yeah, uh, thank you. As for your heritage, how many siblings did you have, and is that common for Aarakocra? I mean, I'd say it's pretty common to have uh, a pretty normal amount of... I mean, I have... Uh, Three siblings, including 
One I still talk to. Quite interesting. And he writes that down. If you don't mind me asking, do you specialize in any sort of combat? And if so, Uh, does it utilize certain parts of your biological nature? That is a good question. Um, I'm not very good at violence, but I do try to do a non-lethal type of damage with uh, my blades or my talents. Interesting, interesting. By talents, do you mean your actual talents? Um, it can... I also have, uh, and he, like, pulls his hand out, and his claws extend as soon as he, uh, unfolds his hand. That is quite interesting, quite interesting. And you see as he... (laughs) Oh, you go ahead, you go ahead. Yeah. Most of the time, I kind of use these for, like, stationary and stuff, like, you know, uh, cutting up papers into smaller pieces for drawings and stuff. That is quite interesting. Yeah. And you see as he breaks away from his current writing and then begins to do a very detailed sketch of your talons coming out of your fingers. Oh. And by this point, you would see that everything he has jotted down looks like it's been manufactured like a printer. That is interesting. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, I mean, how did you get into the whole reading thing and uh, wanting to learn more? My creator, the creator of most Warforged that you will find in this part of the sea. He had programmed us with several interests. Most of the time, He would not rely on us for combat, though certain ones of my brothers were built for protection and combat. Me, however, I was created for the sole purpose of finding knowledge and recording knowledge. You're doing an excellent job, I'm sure. I have many more journals like this. And I do hope to, once I have finished citing everything on this island, move to another. Really? I mean, if you'd like, we could take you places. I mean, I myself, I'm recording like different aquatic species now. I have not been able to inquire about many aquatic species for if I had fallen into the water. I would have to walk at the oh. bottom of the trench. Yeah. We bu- walk at the bottom of the trench? I am too heavy to swim. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. I wonder kind of, what kind of species live deep down, though. That would be quite interesting. If I had a way to pull myself back upwards, I would explore. Yeah, sounds interesting, but I would not want to risk that for you. Um, do you want to roll a uh, persuasion check on him? Yeah. Okay, let's see if let's see if you can get this guy on your crew. Cool robot. What is that? I don't think that's good, is it? 
Unfortunately, I have not finished all of my research on this island, so I am reluctant to leave at the moment. Ooh, but I do true. appreciate the gesture. Yeah. Sounds fine to me. I do wish I mean, you luck on your research. I do appreciate this. Any other questions about me? About you? Let's see. How exactly does your functions work? Like anything possibly interesting, like mechanic-wise? My innards are made out of roots, funneling magical energy from a core. What? That sounds amazing. Everything is made using Arcana. Natural resources are also produced and manufactured to create me and my brethren. Huh. That is... Hmm. That sounds different really types awesome. of Warforged have different creators. My creator preferred to use natural resources. But I have heard of others revolving more mechanical means, specifically from the lands of Ixia. Ooh. Maybe I'll read something about that. If you do acquire any knowledge about it, I do appreciate if you would stop by again. I mean, of course. Why not? And... As you both finish drawing and talking to each other, uh, anything else you guys want to do during the seven days? Good question. Hmm. Better stop me before I say the word again. Book. A book. <laughs> I love book. I don't know how long I can book for. Making me lore dump. No, we can we can have a little a little fun on the beach. Beach episode. Beach episode. Um, here's what we'll do. Today we are going to end the session here. However, next episode will take place at day seven, and the last day of work, and we'll have a miniature beach episode. Yay! Yippee! And thank you guys all for listening. And I will leave a little note after this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the end of the episode. I'd like to ask you a special favor. For you, my loyal listener. Would you please grant me the favor of sharing this podcast with your friends and rating it five stars on every platform you can. It would help me out dearly. Thank you. Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs>